0: This is Essie Featured. This is the power of sports. I have the utmost confidence in what my boy is doing. I'm going to tell you right now, he's better than Steph Curry to me. Put Steph Curry on UCLA's team right now and put my boy on Golden State and watch what happens. He's going to play for the Lakers. I'm going to speak it into existence. I want him to be a Laker. He's going to be the first one that's homegrown. And trust me, he'll do the same thing that he's doing at UCLA.
1: That's LeVar Ball, father of UCLA freshman point guard Lonzo Ball. Welcome to SC Featured Podcast, I'm Jen Latta. For those not familiar with the Ball family, Lonzo is a one-and-done phenom projected as a top pick in this year's NBA draft. He is also the oldest of three boys. His younger brothers are still in high school. L'Angelo is a senior, LaMelo a sophomore who recently scored 92 points in a game, both have already committed to UCLA, and all three are expected to be stars. Their father is convinced they will be. In fact, he's sure they already are. I told
0: UCLA, I'm sending you the best passer and the best playmaker this mm-hmm. year. Next year, I'm going to give you the best score.
1: And Lavar is the focus of today's episode. Perhaps the biggest star of the Ball family right now, he's been scooping up the spotlight, constantly lauding his son's performances and raising eyebrows with some of his statements. Lavar has certainly opened himself and his family up to criticism.
0: As a parent, everybody is thinking, oh, Lavar is doing this just for him. No, it's to make my family wealthy. People say I'm crazy. And the way I look at that is I'm pretty much on the right road. Because you said Michael Jackson's dad was crazy. Tiger Woods' dad was crazy. Venus, is, they crazy. So we good. We in the right, right road what we're doing.
1: ESPN's Scoop Jackson sat down with LeVar and got him to open up more in this week's SC Featured Podcast.
2: I'm joined here by the architect, the father, LeVar Ball, who, 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 who your mom Rushmore is. Uh, Lonzo? Mm-hmm. Jello and Mello. Yes, right. Well, officially, we go Jello and Mello nickname, mm-hmm. but Lamello and LeAngelo to be yeah. full purpose. Uh, three of the... Up and coming stars on the college and high school basketball scene. So good seeing you again, man. It's been a minute. Yes,
0: we good, man. I know, we always good. We always good. Thanks a lot, man. Happy to be here.
2: So, look, first, I want to ask you is um, a lot of things you say in the news lately have gotten a lot of attention. You brought a lot of attention to yourself. Um, And kind of knowing you, I want to ask you is that a master plan to take pressure off your kids and put it on you? Or to answer some of your critics, you just want the spotlight on you.
0: It's not that I want the spotlight on me. I don't care. They come and answer me questions. If you don't want no spotlight on me, don't ask me nothing. Just leave me alone. <laughs> but that ain't going to happen because I'm going to have people that hate me and people that love me. And that's what makes the show go on. So people say, oh, it's the show. It's more about him. If you don't want it about me, don't say nothing to me. Right. But if you ask me a question, I'm going to answer it if I feel like answering it.
2: Right. So but
0: Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Just like you said, if the pressure's all on me, that's fine. Right. But ain't no pressure on me when I'm just talking. Right. You either going to like what I say or you don't like what I say.
2: But does someone do some of the things you say take some of the pressure off,
0: you know, the kids and they're able to do their thing? And that's what I'm saying. I, I like it when all the pressure come at me and talk crazy to me because it ain't going to bother me one bit. I'm going to go home, take a nap, eat me some donuts. And while you messing with me and I'm not even on the court, my boy's going to be out there killing you.
2: <laughs> it seems like everything you've said to a certain degree in your life uh you said that you wanted only boys is you only produce boys you said your boys are going to be fantastic at the high school level you said they were going to go undefeated you know what i'm saying right. everything you basically what you said has come true um are you clairvoyant do you profess you know what what, what is that all about
0: it's not even being clairvoyant i think uh Anybody can have whatever the heck they want if they're willing to put the time in. And the preparation that I've done with my boys, that's why I say these things, because they on a mission, and I keep helping them as far as leading them. I don't push them, because that means that's resistance. Right. They have a passion for what they want to do, and if I can help you and guide you, that makes you a little better. So what I'm trying to say is I don't really care about, let, let's say people trying to put pressure on them and saying, oh, you have to do this or you have to do that. Son, if you want to do it, it's for you. Mm-hmm. And that's how they lead their life. they just going what they feel they can be the best at.
2: When did this whole thing come into play in your mind? This like whole... it's a, it's a, There's something you can control, but you can't control you're going to have three boys. Oh, I can. Yeah, come, come on now. I'm going
0: to tell you now. I, it's just like the odds. In my family, it's five boys and two girls. My dad has ten brothers and two sisters. Guess what? Mm-hmm. You're going to get some boys from me. You and said only boys, though. Only boys, yes. Because <laughs> I knew my wife, She I, by picking her, a six-footer, beautiful. But she's big and I'm big. Just put two and two together. And she likes basketball. I like basketball. Man, I said all I need is three from you. But you could have had a Candace Parker. No, not me. I'm going to have three. I'm, I told my wife, if you want a girl, you're going to have about eight boys for me first before you get one girl. I guarantee that. <laughs> as crazy as it must sound, do you
2: look at yourself in any way as a prophet?
0: As a prophet?
2: Yeah, like you're professing stuff that comes true, you know. And, and on top of that, you're able to architect something out of it.
0: Well, to me, I consider myself just LeVar. It's the people on the outside that consider me a prophet. Okay. Because the stuff is coming true, but I'm gonna speak it into existence. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do, mm-hmm. and if it doesn't happen, oh well. Okay. So what I do is, is set a goal and, and go for it. Like one of my famous sayings, especially for our big baller brand, is built for this. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't built for this. Whatever your profession is, are you built for it? I'm sure you've heard the
2: Richard Williams and uh, you know Earl Woods comparisons, right? How do you take that? I
0: take it like this. People say I'm crazy. And the way I look at that is I'm pretty much on the right road because you said Michael Jackson's dad was crazy. Tiger Woods' dad was crazy. Venus, is, they crazy. So we good. We in the right, right road what we doing. Yeah. So that's the way I look at that. But I'm not like those guys. I got three boys. I got my family. They raised their family their way. I raised mm-hmm. my family my way. Mm-hmm. But people want to compare us on the fact that the superstardom that these kids had at a young age Like I told my boys, this is not going to happen all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. What's going to happen is as you get older, they're going to start documenting this stuff. Mm -hmm. Documentation beats conversation.
2: Mm -hmm. I got you. All right. That's cool. Look, man, your wife calls you fun-loving, and you seem to be, you know, I know your personality. I know how you are. You are fun-loving. You're open. You're fun. Do you ever worry about people taking you seriously?
0: I don't care how they take me As okay. long as I do my thing, I'm not worried about what everybody on the outside is thinking about me. I'm going to do what I do. Mm-hmm. Whether they crack jokes about it or like it, it doesn't matter to me. As long as, I, and, as long as I'm good with my family and they know what I'm about and I know what they're about, that's all that matters. And as long as your family's good. Yeah, my family's good with that. Mm-hmm. And It's like I've been the same LeVar for the longest. Okay. And now folks on the outside catch me on these radio shows and talking now, and they, guess what? Everybody got an opinion now. Why? Cause we at the top. We at the top. You got an opinion. Now we was losing, and I wasn't nobody. Guess what? Who cares what I say?
2: Feel you, Fair you. But you talked. To, you took it back there. You a South Central kid. Oh
0: yes. You South Central all day. I was raised in South Central, man. <laughs> how to survive? But, uh, how to survive? And it's like this. My dad did a heck of a job raising seven kids. Mm-hmm. My mom and dad still together. You know that don't that don't happen like that coming out of South Central. But he provided for us. But it it also. Allows me to do what I'm doing with my boys.
2: I was about to say, take me into what part of your South Central inside of you, you've been sharing with your boys over the years. Well,
0: if it wasn't for my—my my dad taught us how to be, like, super fast, strong, but he didn't have a mindset like I have. And it's like, me and my brothers, we didn't play sports until the 10th grade of high school. Mm-hmm. But we was faster and stronger than a lot of people, but he didn't have a mindset that I had like this. And just like I tell my dad now, when he sees my boys play, he feels like, oh, maybe I didn't do good for now. No, you did great because we mm-hmm. wouldn't have never been on this road if you don't start like this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So for me to train my boys the way he trained us, and this is what it did by him not letting us play to the 10th grade, I put my boys in basketball when they're four and five years old. Right. But I don't do that if he don't go that other route. I feel so it. to get where we at, I have to see him do other things and say, you know what? I'm going to do things differently. Mm-hmm. It's just like my dad is super fit, but he used to train everybody for free. Like, come to the park and do these pull-ups. when he have like 20, 30 guys with him mm-hmm. just hanging out and doing pull-ups, and we used to work out too. Mm-hmm. But now that's my profession. That's what I do. That's my passion mm-hmm. is training people. So I train my boys, other people, and it's like, that's my passion, but I, that's how I make a living. That's how I charge people.
2: Talk about the survival side of coming out of South Central and what you've instilled that into your kids.
0: Yes. And it's just like I tell my, my my boys and stuff, like I said, if most of the talent in your alpha dogs come from the hood, mm-hmm. so I'm going to tell you what, you're going to run into that guy. He's going to be in college. If you ain't but about 10 people to go from the hood, they're going to be on that team. Because that's where the guys you're going to play. You're not going to play the guys that come out of the middle class areas. So you take them from Chino Hills, you bring them down to South I'll Central. i bring them down to South Central to play. To who? To who? Okay. With some brothers that can go. Right. Every now and then. Because I tell them, hey, they might not be the smartest. They can't spell cat if you spot them the C and the T, but they can ball mm-hmm. out of control. Mm-hmm. And that's when you're going to come up against them, and you got to be ready for that. Don't be scared of nobody.
2: What do you think that does, not just for their playing, but for them as people, for their character, to help shoot, well, for their shape character, their character? Like right. My, my yeah. boys
0: can deal with anybody, from the, the A student in the class to the best athlete in the school that don't have much. And it, it allows them to deal with both sides. And another good thing, like I said, uh, just having two sets of grandparents, man. Mm-hmm. So you can see both sides, black and white. Right. You blend them together and it's beautiful.
2: Right. You know? Right, right. And you have both sides. of it. Yes, so they get, get to see both that.
0: They get to see it. Yeah. And it's funny. Like we say, we got to be able
2: to sit with the pimps and the popes, right? Yeah, there
0: you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got away with words, man. I'm going to tell
2: you. <laughs> hey, look, you said you are a trainer by nature, Uh, is that actually your profession? I I need that cleared up here so that people know exactly what it is that you do.
0: I have my own personal training business. I've been having it for 20 years. Okay. And after, you know, trying some football and some other things, I said, you know what? I got to do something in life that I love to do. Right. Now, I can train for two hours. I can train for 10 hours. Okay. It's all the same to me.
2: Who, who's, who's your client base? Being
0: most of my clients are like uh, either you play football or basketball, and you're in high school, and you want to come to get good. You got to come okay. through me. So parents basically and bring their kids. They you, bring you, their so you, kids. Okay, so but I also eight. train, um, you know, neighborhood uh, parents and people. My my famous motto for people is: first, there's health, and then there's wealth. Because if you if you're not healthy and you got ten million dollars, what you gonna do? Mm-hmm. I don't do anything. So mm-hmm. through my profession, I have met a lot of different people. That mm-hmm. can help me do whatever I need to do or just be friends, but have some input on any kind of endeavor I'm trying to do. Because everybody want to stay alive.
2: Yeah, no, that's true. Everybody want to stay alive and everybody want to I'm wanna there. Get... Right, right, right. right, right.
0: But I love seeing guys who can't do one or two pull-ups, then all of a sudden I train them or they can't shoot, and, and look what they've done now. Okay.
2: The world looks at it as if you have three kids. Yes. But in truth, you actually claiming four. Yes. Yeah. And yes. Eli,
0: Eli is kind of like the second. Eli's player. like their brother. Right, that's about to like say. He's, the he's, black sheep, he's, he's, of the fact right, right. boy is so loyal, and I mean, it's it's just it's something fresh. He has a motor. He makes a name for himself. When I mean, you know you got to be good, if everybody knows about Eli Scott, and you playing on the same team with three superstars already, mm-hmm. find your role and do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're going to see him blossom at LMU. Mm-hmm. And I told him, when you get away from the ball boys, boy, you're going to go from a, to a whole nother level. Him and Mello had been best friends before he even got to high school. Mm-hmm. That's the thing people don't understand. Eli was going to a high school where, as a freshman, they put him on a JV team. He should have played varsity. So the guy told him, you're not big enough to play the five. You're not strong enough to play the four. You can't dribble to play the two. You're not a point guard. And I was like, what made you want to play basketball if the coach is telling you all this? Mm-hmm. So they tell him everything he can't do. What I saw in him was like, this kid just needs a chance. So what I've done with Eli is said, you know what, you can come stay with us, man, your 10th grade year. You can mm-hmm. come stay with us and learn the fact that Melo, you love him and you loyal with him. We have room for you. Mm-hmm. So I told his mom, I don't want nothing from you, but let me do it my way. Right. He came to us, 6'1", 120 pounds. Now it's his senior year. He got a scholarship, He's 6'6", 225. But doing it the ball way. I'll right. have him lifting weights. I know after the first couple of weeks he wanted to go home. Right. But he found out how my boys work. He learned better with time management. My wife taught him how to study. Making sure you exercise every day. This is after practice. Mm-hmm. Come home, run the heels, lift weights. Six o'clock, let's eat. Seven o'clock, let's do your homework from seven to ten. Every day. When you get set like that, now it's just like brushing your teeth. It's just what you do. Right. And now he's going to get a scholarship to Loyola Marymount. Every time his mom looks at me, she'd be about to cry. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This dude do what I never did this in Upland.
2: But that wasn't part of your master plan, but you incorporated it yes. in your plan.
0: Yes. Because people like to say, oh, LaVar just care about us. Boy, you don't care about nobody else. My right. There's a lot of other kids I deal with. And if I give them the hope, then uh, it's just like my AAU team. I don't have the best players. I got guys on a team that would never get picked on a team. Mm-hmm. But I train them to get them better mm. and to say, you know what, you're gonna have a chance. We're gonna Mellow gonna bring the scouts to the to the to the table. Right. But it's up to you to perform where they say, hey, if I can't get the lead dog, I'm gonna get some of these puppies, knowing that they all play hard.
2: You have this philosophy, and you kind of mentioned it earlier. You say you don't push, you lead. Yes. It, go a little deeper into that for me, real okay, quick. Okay,
0: if, if you have to push somebody to do something, that's resistance. So some days you might want not wanna do something, it's like, oh.
2: Come on, man. But what you're dealing with it? kids. Don't you have to push kids to some yeah, degree? You don't you know have what to
0: push kids okay. if they have a passion for what they're doing. Okay. What I mean by I don't have to push you to say, let's go to in and out mm-hmm. Put your mind in that frame of mind. Yeah. You know, I, I don't have to push you to say, hey. I'm, a, man, I'm a master burger guy, yes, burning the yes. Western,
2: man. I like to get my
0: burgers in the hood when yes, I come out to L.A. Man, I, no like, I ain't yeah. in Out
2: burger. Cool. You talk to the wrong yeah. one, son. I know L.A. Hey, there you go. But like
0: I said, when something is good about to happen, Put that in the same frame of mind as when you're trying to go for something, like a goal. Let's say my boys want to be doctors. Okay. I don't have, I don't know anything to do about it. I don't know nothing about being no doctor. But I do have some friends that would be like that's, that are doctors. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, man, maybe you can give my boy a few pointers or something. So if I can't lead you that way, let me go get somebody who can.
2: Right. And I'm not going to push you to be a doctor.
0: Right, I'm not going to push you to be a doctor? Because you're already there. You're, you're already right. there. Right,
2: right. Follow your passion. If I'm a, if I'm
0: a, if I'm a doctor and my wife's a lawyer, we're going to have the world's prettiest library in our house. <laughs> but if she's a PE teacher and I'm a personal trainer and her last name is Ball, boy, what you think you're going to do? I feel, I feel you.
2: I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. All right, look, we'll take a break right here. Coming up next, we'll talk to LeVar about guaranteeing a championship for UCLA. Yes, sir. <laughs>
1: You're listening to SC Featured. Today's episode is on the Ball family. ESPN's Scoop Jackson sat down with the father, LeVar Ball, to talk about his master plan for his three sons. Last year, Lonzo, Mello, and Jello played together for Chino Hills High School. They went undefeated on the basketball court.
2: When we left you, we were speaking about Lavar's theory on... Um not leading instead of pushing uh, kids and, and making them follow their passion instead of following their dreams, which I believe, right. man. Right. Uh, but let's get to the crust of things, man. is um, at UCLA. Um, you know, last year, Chino Hills went 35-0. and 0. That was one of the things you profess was going to happen when they all wound up being on the court together, mm-hmm. that we were going to see something special. It yes. did happen. Zoe's out at UCLA, early talk that he may be, you know, top pick in the draft, you said any team be stupid to pass him up. But before we get to that point, you're saying now that he's there, they're going to win the tournament. That's it. UCLA's
0: going to win it. I told them back in November and people say, oh, he crazy. No, they're not. Here's the thing, man. My son goes for them championships. I'm not having him go to UCLA just to say, hey, I'm here at UCLA. Oh, yeah. It's tough, but are you built for this? It's just like I said. I look at it like this. I looked at the team. I'm not just saying it just because my son is there. I'm like, whoa, you have shooters. Yeah. You just need somebody to put everybody in their right spot. I got that guy. Listen to this. Last year, and this is how I come to this assumption or whatever. Last year, Lonzo won 35-0. and 0. Right. His two guard was mellow, 5'7", 115 pounds. <laughs> His three guard, you know what I mean, on the three spot was jello. Not as athletic, not as fast, only played two years of varsity. His power forward was 6'4, 180 pounds. Eli Scott. Now, no, trade in Eli Scott no, I got you for 6'10. I got you. Ooh. Right. Yeah. Wait a minute. Trade in the seven, seven the center that we had that was fresh out of the eighth grade right. and put in Thomas Wells, a seven footer. Put take Mello out the pitcher and put in the Bryce. This is the best team that Lonzo's ever been on. I've always had him play on teams as raggedy. He- <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, I feel especially you, I feel for okay. this right here. I
2: feel you. I feel you here, but I'm gonna push back a little bit on this though. In the tournament, man, all it takes is one bad game. Right. That's all it takes. Now, I'm not saying, and you, we both know, and you, your son ain't perfect. I, nobody's oh, no, perfect. nobody's right, perfect, right? Right. So what I'm saying perfect. is that, in you're claiming they're gonna win it, but in one bad game, you know, all it takes is one.
0: Yes. And you keep believing. You gotta that. win six games in a row, dude. Tell me this. After you've won twenty games in a row, who cares? Okay, take yourself up to that level. Okay, here's the thing: He's always looking for the bigger picture, just the entertaining. He loves it. he loves the entertainment, man. Whether he one bad game, we're not even thinking about one bad game. Okay, he's thinking about. And this is what I tell him, son: gobble up as many W's as possible, and that's what he's doing. Once you create a monster, then you got to feed him. My boy, gobble up them W's. Okay, to get the best seeding, at the chance to go for the NCAA. And that's why I said it from day one to let the coaches and everybody know. I want that X on your back so you don't have to look and say, oh, we they don't know we're coming. No, everybody's right. up for the game to play UCLA. You gotta right. want that. You don't have to look around no corners and say, do they think we're coming? No, you know we're coming. And like I like to make the staff and everything believe on the stuff that I'm saying. Like I told him from day one, I don't, my boy ain't here to save no jobs. He here to go for that flag. Mm-hmm. And so everybody knows what I'm about. So when I talk, even the staff, I've been knowing him for the last three and a half years. They know what I'm about. They like so you can't ask him of course, Oh, Steve Alfred, do you need to make Lavar be quiet or something? He said, Lavar's Lavar, Levar, man. Right. They don't have to ask me no more. He does what he does. I do what I do. But I don't. I don't restrict him to be like Lonzo. Can you tell your dad to take the take the heat off of us? Mm-hmm. No, we want your best game. Come with it, and it's only. When you win, and
2: you want him, you want him to not just have the attitude. You want that whole attitude. I want the whole, the whole attitude. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right,
0: right. And, right, right, right. That's, and that's what I kind of. You want
2: the whole team. The whole, whole team is doing
0: that now. Right. Okay. Where it's like, the expectation is high with them. Right. And Zoe is like giving them that. Your leader got to be that dude. Mm-hmm. And Lazo is like, hey, you guys know I'll do whatever it takes to win this game.
2: You said this is the best team he's played on. Has he said anything to you about the game being easier, not playing at this level, playing with these people? He, has,
0: he hasn't had to, he doesn't have to tell me that. He don't have to tell me okay. anything cuz I know it. I see it. And I know it. He know you don't have to be like that. It's the best team. Why you got to tell me that? Mm-hmm. Cuz I've always told him if you have the best team around you and you win, okay, that's good. But can you win with a team that nobody expects to win with, makes you special? Mm-hmm. He's been special all his life. Mm-hmm. We've been going up against teams when we were in the little AAU thing. My boy's in the fourth grade, and we're playing against eighth grade teams. And teams are watching us warm up, and they say well, they don't have a chance to win. Because right. we're too little. We're in the fourth grade, third grade, and we're playing against middle school. Right. But we chunking up 30-footers and running so fast and pressing. they running out of gas, and we beating them 80-something to 40. And then that when we go out the building, that's when they say, oh, I didn't think y'all was going through that. but they're right. all cold. It's like UCLA. This is the same team that was fifteen to seventeen. Mm-hmm. But now There's everybody one player, but one player different. One right player. Now. Mm-hmm. now everybody's like, "Oh, these guys are good. These guys are good. Best shooter." Real quick,
2: when does that South Central kick in with Zoe during the tournament? When he gets to see teams, you know them dog. You know here, those here teams that is. are dogs and they're that solid. You, you taking them to South Central? Zoe, when does that kick in?
0: It kicks in from when he first started playing. Okay, Lonzo ain't never. Never got a tech. Now, when he was in high school, I know everybody's seen the footage where he made the guy fall, 18 years old. Lonzo said, You don't look too good down there. He helped him up. Mm-hmm. That's 18 years old. Mm-hmm. But the first game, he dunks on the dude and pushes him and stares him down in the Pacific game. Mm-hmm. He gets a technical. Mm-hmm. That's to let him know, UCLA is here to play. We're not scared of nobody. Because gotcha. the head guy ain't scared of nobody. Right. Zola's seen a lot of teams with all brothers on it. Mm-hmm. But for him to have that, That That bravado allows the other guys to be like, let's roll with us, man. Mm -hmm. And that's where Zoe gets that. He turned into a little man, and it's coming out now, like the Oregon game. Zoe ain't never cussed on the court. Now he say, this is my beep. Mm -hmm. You like that, don't you? He turned to, I see that South Central. That's why I call him camouflage. (laughs) Shoot. It's coming out.
2: (laughs) All right, look, let's flip from uh, uh, Zoe to uh, Jello. ESPN doesn't have him in our top 100. What are we missing? Uh, You're not
0: missing anything. Okay. Joe got his own. He does his thing on the court. Like I said, rankings don't mean nothing. How you going to be ranked good and you ain't played against my boy? Mm -hmm. And here's the thing about rankings in which I don't go that route. Okay. long as Steve Alford ranks him good, that's all I care about because all the other rankings don't mean nothing. Okay. You can be ranked number one and get to UCLA and guess what? They say throw all that stuff out the window. Mm Mm-hmm. You got to perform. You got to show me something out here. Are you mm-hmm. ready to go? Because mm-hmm. everybody got their opinions. And if you do all these camps and all these other things, all those rankings, how's this? You don't rank my boy in the top 100. But tell me who else this year has scored 50, 60, and 70
1: points. Mm-hmm.
0: Who's averaging 38 points? Mm-hmm. Who's built like him? 6'6", 240, playing the two guard. He looking to be better than zone.
1: But mm-hmm. you got to
0: look at Jello in a different light on the fact that everybody that can score is leaving. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Everybody can put that ball. And the name of the game is to put the ball in the hole. So he'll come in at that two-guard spot. And, hey, Jello can do two things. Okay. He can post up, and he can shoot that three. Mm-hmm. So that's one of your best scores. I told UCLA, I'm sending you the best pass and the best playmaker this mm-hmm. year. Next year, I'm going to give you the best score.
2: Do you think Zo being there this year and you putting the spotlight on having all your kids go to UCLA and saying that has helped them recruiting where they're getting
0: players? Oh, yeah. Okay. It's it's got to help them on the outside on the fact that you're winning, right? And then it's 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 not as structured as people say of drawing all these plays. If you can do it and you run loose, he will let you do your thing. Alfred is a player's coach, man. Mm-hmm. And when you can get these guys, and now why do you think you are keeping all these athletes in L.A.? They're not branching out, right? Said so, man, we stand like the ball boys. Well, guess what? This is one of the best places on the West Coast to come and ball. Your mm-hmm. family can come watch you play, and guess what? If you don't have no vices and all these people hanging around, you're gonna have a good time.
2: So if they win the championship, uh, or if they win, no, win it. Well, yeah, I, I'm gonna say to if you can say win. If. Right, if they, okay, I'm, I'm gonna say you know I, I still gotta we be go. objective yes, here. You're yes. my man. I gotta stay objective though. Right. So if slash when they win the championship with one of your kids in a UCLA uniform, will you consider yourself the new Wizard of Westwood?
0: No, because there's only one wizard of Westwood. Like, there's only one big baller of Westwood. Oh, Welcome okay. to the ball era. Okay. All right. I
2: feel you. I feel you. I feel you. I see how you rolling. Yes. I see how you rolling. I ain't rolling behind nobody, that's nobody that's else. That's right. I'm in front right. doing what right. I do. All right. Cool. Look, I want to talk about uh, the little man real quick. Mellow. Yeah. I want, I, want to, I want to talk about the little man real quick. I want to know how you, we talked about South Central thing and what you instilled in that in them. How do you, as a parent, when. He, When they lose, especially Mello being so young, and he doesn't have a great game, how do you prepare him to deal with the adversity that comes with that?
0: This is how I make him deal with it. Hey, Mello been shooting like this all season, mm-hmm. 50, 60 shots. He shot a good – he did what he did. Both of my boys are going to shoot 30 times a game anyway. Mm-hmm. It's just when you lose, you're going to pinpoint it hmm That's why everybody. like, oh, they shot too much. We've been having this average all the time, but we've right. been winning. You don't worry about it now. You just put the points in. He That's shot 60 times by himself when he scored 92. Right. When I say, yeah, yo, Jello ain't there. You can take his shots now. Go on and do what you do. He right. loves to score the ball. Right. Here's the thing that was not never going to bother him. Since young kids, I've always told my boys, when you win, it's, it's, it's not your fault. So what I'm saying is you better give everybody love. This guy got rebounds. This guy shot the ball. This guy made 10 points instead of four points. When they win, you give everybody else on the outside the praise. But when you lose, I want you to take it all. What -hmm. I mean by that, you can have 30 points, 42 assists, and 10 rebounds. Okay, if we lose by two or three, you should have had 44 points instead Mm -hmm. of 40. It's your fault that we lost. Mm -hmm. And I've been telling them that since they've been babies. That's why we don't have no trophies in the house. Always give them to the other kids. So, my boys expect to win every game, and they're not going to be too high and not going to be too low. It's just like Lonzo when they lost to USC. Man, Lonzo was like, that's my, I had a raggedy game, all these dang turnovers. That's right. my fault. They ain't but, got no But that's my, that's my question about Mello. Mello is thinking
2: the same okay, thing. Okay, so he owns it in situations. Yes. Okay, okay, that's, that's what I want to get no, Okay, all okay. That,
0: all my boys do. Jello, okay. Jello was blaming himself. Oh, man, I sh- I shot us out the game. Okay. But he ain't got no conscience. Mello was like, I could have made better decisions. Mm-hmm. I shot us out the game. hmm. So,
2: as far as you're concerned, you getting the state chip then, right? Oh, they're
0: getting the state chip. I
2: already okay. told them. Right, so okay. you go on and get that, and we good. Okay. All right. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Let's go to another break. Um, coming up, we're going to get inside the Ball Family dynamic and talk about the business side of Big Baller, Inc.
0: Yes, sir.
1: You're listening to SC Featured. Today we focus on Lavar Ball, father of UCLA standout Lonzo Ball, and the mastermind behind Ball Brand Inc.
2: You got Big Baller Brand, yes. Which is own brand. Um, you have Baller Sports Inc. Yes. Right. Ball Sports. Ball Sports. Group. Sports Ball Sports Group Incorporated. Yes. Soon you're gonna um, take me away from ESPN and start uh, Big Baller Media. So that's a whole other conversation we can right. have on the side. Um. Real talk, speak to me about your vision to not only create a, a, a basketball situation, mm-hmm. but also a business brand. Yes. That, in your mind, sets your family up for life beyond basketball.
0: Yes, most definitely. Uh, the way I'm looking at this right here with the Big Baller brand is something that's not thought of so far ahead because some people just play. And say, you know what, I'm just gonna make this money and I'm getting it right now. And then not looking at the big picture. And it's like this as a parent, everybody is thinking, oh, Lavar is doing this just for him. No, it's to make my family wealthy. Mm-hmm. And to get somebody behind you and understand, hey, the best Get some thing generational to do is, income, yes, man. Generational yes, income. Yeah, I feel you get it. that. Yeah, I when get it. When me and my team started this, man, the, the goal was you have to start something and have a goal. And one of my guys who asked me a question, he said, before we get rolling, what what is it? Do you want to get $100 million here and be happy? or I said, no. I want to make sure my son's kids are trust fund babies. Mm-hmm. So however we build this empire, lead me to doing this. Mm-hmm. Nobody comes in here with their own brand. They don't want to think that far. But that's one of the best things ever is your own brand. That means the licensing and stuff, you own it. Mm-hmm. Nobody is doing that. And it's mm-hmm. just like I said, to have a triangle where we have the media aspect and we have the ball sports group and the branding, it's like a triangle that all goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And it's perfect for us. I'm not worried about what everybody else is thinking on the side. Like, people are thinking, like, oh, LaVar's going to use Lonzo's money now. Nah, I have everything I want, man, which is three beautiful sons, and I get to watch them play and a beautiful wife. I don't need anything else. Right. I'm just enjoying it. But just because you got everything doesn't mean right. that you don't have to stay there. You can right. still build, right? Right. That's right. why the building, that's why I tell my boys. And here's what it is. When you can trust somebody, hey, Lonzo, do what you do on the court, and we'll do what we do off the court with right. my guys.
2: Let me ask you a question. Is it just as important for you for them to see a business side of things? Oh, how yes. They, as it is for you incorporating basketball in their lives and training them on basketball. Man, it's like a different type of training. Like, look, yes. I'm going to show you the game, but now I'm going to show you how to. Is that, is that part of what the dynamic is?
0: That's what it is. Okay. And like I said, my boy's going to have on-the-job training mm-hmm. with the guys I got that will be able to explain the business aspect of what's going on. Mm-hmm. Now my boys look at it in a different light. It's just like the stuff they was wearing when we first started coming out with our brand. They were still... Wearing every now and then Nike and Adidas. Mm-hmm. Now you don't catch them like that because one of my guys had told him, "This is your family brand. Mm-hmm. Represent you." Mm-hmm. And so now everything they got on is, is Triple Bs.
2: It's, it's no different than Trump's kid wearing Trump clothing. No yes. different than Michael Jordan kids wearing exactly. Jordan brand. Right, same it's thing. It's the same thing. It's the same thing.
0: Just like you know some of these other you know guys on on TV are are saying, "Oh, Levar needs to just get the endorsement deal and go from there." No, no you get the endorsement deal. Mm-hmm. That's that's nothing. Mm-hmm. But when you have a brand, and they were talking about like the LeBron James brand and the, and the Kobe, I was like, that tells you right there you have no business intellect because that mm-hmm. is the brand that Nike has given them. Right. Ain't nobody gave me these Triple B. These are right, 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 right. those,
2: mine. Those, those are sub-brands. Yes, right, those right, are right, sub-brands right. within the company. Right, exactly. They don't have
0: exactly. that with us. That's right. why I said, we're not thinking about endorsement deals. We're thinking about co-branding deals.
2: Just real quick, um, what do you say to those people who say you are exploiting your kids?
0: They're going to say I'm exploiting their kids because their kids can't be exploited. So to keep the controversy going, <laughs> hey, ain't nobody worried about what your kids are doing. they worry worried about my kids is doing. <laughs> but ain't nothing about exploiting them. Now, Like I said, I'm going to build this wealth around them, and it's for them. Mm-hmm. This When it's all said and done, they ain't going to have to worry about no money or nothing, but they're going to understand either you can sell the company or run it. Right. Whatever you want to do, but what you're going what to have something there. here to it's sell. It's something there to sell and something there to do. Right. So I'm making sure they're going to be well taken care of. They're not going to be able to spend all the money that we finna have. And I've done everything to build everything around them for them. Mm-hmm. It's like they saying I'm exploiting my kids. What do I need to buy? What do I need? I don't need anything. Right. As long as they're healthy and, and, and we living and having a good time, that's what life's about. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm creating right here. This ain't about me. You know, you've got to
2: be a, a, a compliance officer's worst nightmare with the NCAA.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes, because, like, even when I first came to them, they were, you know, trying to ask me. They the one who came up and videoed me, talking about, oh, Lonzo's first day on uh, campus. Yeah, but I got all my brand on. Mm-hmm. They asked me, hey, what's up with them bees? I said, the same thing up with UCLA. It's a brand. Mm-hmm. It's your brand. Mm-hmm. But, I was, like, I tell them, I'm not, I'm not worried about what you guys is doing, but if my boy is going to support wearing our stuff it's your compliance to say yo where the ucla stuff yeah that's what they do i get it i but told this is them. Bigger i said than yo, just a year yes, or four years yes, here this institution right right and that's why sometimes when lonzo wears big baller brand under his stuff when he's practicing mm-hmm. who cares that's our family brand mm-hmm. so why would you not say but the compliance is they want to make all the money which is fine like yeah, I told what, him, go ahead. Right I here. told him from day one, my boy is the people's choice, and you're going to make a lot of money off <laughs> him, and you're not going to give me a dime. Right. That's fine. I get it, but it's okay. I told him early, he's going to sell out to Serena. I don't know about that, LaVar. Yeah, <laughs> now he's selling it out. Guess what? Everybody there. I told him, it's going to get filled. You know how? Because everybody's going to come, the brand of basketball, and then once the bandwagoners come in there, it's full. Mm-hmm. So you got 50% of the people saying, oh, I hope they lose. I got to see them lose. Mm-hmm. And then you got the other half to say, hey, let's go watch a good game. It's only entertainment. Right.
2: Right. right at the end of
0: the day. At the end of the day. Hey, don't go to the movies. Go watch the ball boys play somewhere. Right. That's the way I look at it. And that's the way my boys been looking at it from day one. Right. So when entertainment, there's no pressure. You just play, you win, you lose. Okay, people forget about it or remember it. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still go forward and do what you're going to do.
2: Right. Right, right. True. Um... What is your greatest hope in this situation that, um, like, your vision and greatest hope to see when your kids become your age, when the playing days are over? Like,
0: oh, it, you know you what know I'm what?
2: saying? Because I, I I can't see you having a vision for them at 10, at 20, at 30, and not having a vision for them at 40 and 50.
0: Well, I don't have a vision for them for 30 and 40 and 50 and all that. Wow, Here's okay. what I tell them. I, I tell them it's fun in the beginning and it's pain in the end. I don't care how you look at whatever you do. Okay. What I mean by that is they have a passion and they've been playing basketball all their life. It's fun. Mm-hmm. The shooting the long shots, the screeching of the shoes, making half court shots, winning, losing. You're not going to replace that. So, so you don't get at the end of your career and be like, what do I do now? Oh, my God. I tell my boys nothing's going to ever replace that. But you're going to have your kids, your family, and do some other things. Mm-hmm. But it's never going to replace it. If I keep telling you that, you expect it at the end of your career. So now you can go off and do some other things without having that big-ass drop where you say, I'm no longer playing basketball. What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. My dad been telling me all my life, it's fun in the beginning, but it's pain in the end. Mm-hmm. It's just like my wife said, well, is that with everything? I said, even with us. Right. She goes, wow. I said, why? One of us got to die first. Mm-hmm. After all this good time we have, having, one of us got to go first. And that's when that pain going hit. Mm -hmm. With anything you do, if you can do all this and and then at the end you have to do something else, that's when the pain is there. But if you can deal with the pain in a productive way, you're fine. And not have it cripple you. Exactly. I got you. And that's why I keep embedding that in their head where it's like they know it's going to come to a stop, but it's not going to be like they'll start drifting off into some other things. Right. And like I said, they're not probably going to be able to do the same thing that I've done with their kids Mm-hmm. that I've done with them. But at least you laid a foundation in your mind. Exactly. exactly. Okay. Now, if they take it, if their kids take to this, and they'd be like, I'm no longer playing. Right. My boys are playing. I'm going to do the same thing my dad did with us with them because I've set the plate right there. Generational wealth. Yes. Gotcha.
2: So when you say your family is changing the game, it's bigger than just basketball, right?
0: Yes, most definitely. Yeah. Because okay. like I said, it's, it's not only are we going to change the game on the court, but we'll change the game off the court too. That's like your said, vision. That's, that's, that's right. my vision right, right there. Gotcha. you okay. okay. We're okay. gonna open up a whole new ripple effect and watch what happens when we do what we do. Because it's coming. Okay. All
2: right. I want to get some quick questions real quick before we get out of here. Um, how do your kids Cause you're getting a lot of attention right now. Right. And which is, you know, attention good or bad, you know. Yeah. They, they, it's gonna be attention anyway. Right, right. You know? So what I'm saying, how do your kids handle the negative attention that is coming to you?
0: You don't worry about the negative attention coming to me. Okay, on the fact like, that, like,
2: like, it's like, your dad's crazy, your dad's out there, your dad's this and the other, how you know the stuff they, you know, that that the media can say that people may be saying, you know, like you, how like, do they handle it? I know you can handle it, but how no, no, do they no, handle they it? They handle
0: it. I'm the one who raised them. They tough from day one. Mm-hmm. So, as long as I'm good and they good, we know what each other are about. So you can't be like, oh, your dad's doing this wrong for you. My boys is like this. I'll follow my dad even if he wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm going his way. Whatever mm-hmm. he say we going that way. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I believe in my boys. Whatever they say, they never lied to me about anything. So we a close knit group where it's like we don't care what people say on the outside. It's what you say on the inside of our little family. So that's like, "Dad, you went too far on that." And never say that. Okay. So you didn't go far enough. Okay. They know your dad is crazy. I know he is. <laughs> Sure, you, ain't, you ain't telling me nothing new. Shoot. Sure, or your dad's putting pressure on you. I don't know. Right, right, hey, I don't right. think so. He's not choking me. Right, right. right. There ain't I mean, no right, pressure right, like right, that. Right, right, right. Pressure, like, it's just like you can't hurt my boys and you can't hurt me talking to me. The only way you can hurt me is hit me upside the head with a two by four. Right. Okay. But you ain't going to hurt me talking to me, please.
2: Right, because look, y'all been dealing with him for six months. We've been dealing with him my whole life.
0: Yes. Right. It's like y'all don't get it. But I've right. never changed. I'm the same person. <laughs> to them and to me. I'm not changing. You said
2: one time, we interviewed you early, but you said in this that you mentioned how your boys have a different mindset, that they're going to do things differently. Describe to me what that mindset is.
0: Their mindset is, is like this. I've told them before we even got on this journey, I said, man, you want to be a pro basketball player, man, you have a better chance of winning the lottery. But if you want to do this, let's do it right and let's go to the top. And that's where their mindset is to be the best players in the world. It's not just to be on the team. And just be like, hey, if it doesn't happen, guess what? Kobe did it for 20 years mm-hmm. and didn't surpass Mike. Mm-hmm. Let's get on that journey. Right. Let's get on it. Mm-hmm. So we're not going to know till it turns out at the end. But my boys is built for this. What I'm saying, they're still going to strive, whether they're doing good or they're doing bad. They know what they want. Mm-hmm. And that's the key. You don't have to. Go
2: ahead. No, I was about to say. Please, uh, before we go, I want you to explain just real quick on that because you made the statement that you know Michael Jordan's out there. That means some. That means it can be basically right. done, right? Yes. You know what I'm saying? People and us in the media have a tendency to say, "Oh, he's comparing his kids to Michael Jordan," right. or I, said, and that's not what it is. No. You're saying, "Look, I'm showing you physically, right. that something can be done. Exactly. Why not go after that?" Because. Kobe did the same thing for 20 years, and he yes. didn't come with Michael Jordan but look where he landed. And exactly. that's kind of what
0: you're going with. That's right? exactly i don't want to put words in your with. mouth, but yeah. That's exactly what I'm going I with. I get it. Get Dude, a better explain. start at the race than what Michael had. Right. Lonzo and Jello and them is better than Michael was in high school with the buzz, with the social media and all this, and the plan, the stats. Uh, Lonzo's getting a better jump as a freshman than what Michael had as a freshman. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you already in front of that race, you got to keep running, though. Right. But nobody says this is going to be easy. Are you built for this? The adversity, what comes with this, are you ready for it? But if you're not trying to please everybody around you and you're just trying to please yourself, you're not looking at the obstacles around you. You're just going forward. And that's how my boys are. Right. And it's just like, like I said, even with the, uh, the big baller brand, it's like, son, you guys are finna be the first ones with your own brand and people are looking at it like, but why are you comparing your brand to Michael Jordan? Well, who else am I going to compare it to? Nobody else has a brand.
2: Right, 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 right. You, you see what I'm saying? I'm going to ask you a question real quick on this. And I, I'm, I'm not saying you never, you would not give me an honest answer, but I want you to give me an honest I'm gonna answer. I'm going to give you an honest answer. No, anyway. no, but here, and I think you may know where I'm going with this. Is part of the response or backlash that you're getting from doing this, do
0: you feel it's because you're black? No. Okay. I, I believe when you're at the top. When you're at the top, Mm -hmm. people look up. You got to talk about something. Right. At the bottom, I'm doing this, and ain't nothing working out. Everybody, like, oh, he's just Mm -hmm. at the bottom.
2: My question is that I'm pretty sure that if, like, you know, the Manning family had done this, it wouldn't have been the same pushback. Perhaps. If Archie Manning had set up a brand for his kids, for Eli and Peyton, it wouldn't have been, you know, he wouldn't have got, oh, that's kind of a smart business thing for him to do. But to see a brother out here doing
0: it. Yeah, it scares you a little bit.
2: Kind of. You and get it, what
0: I'm saying? It's, it's fine with me.
2: Okay, no, I was just and, asking for the outside And, of and the it's Canadian. probably
0: like that. Like I said, uh, I remember when um, the guy, the running back for LSU, was trying to sell some shirts, and they college shut him down for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Now you don't hear about a brand or nothing for him. Right. But most of the time, people with the talent of my boys, they give the alpha dogs, the brothers, a little bit of money, and they're happy with that. Right. Where you can't buy me. Mm-hmm. And it's like this dude's coming with his own brand, whether it's big or small.
2: And that has to be part of what you're teaching the kids. Is exactly.
0: Like... We're going against that grain. We're not following the same train that everybody's been following. Right. So when change is about to come, that's when all the controversy comes. That's why everybody want to know what I'm saying, and I'm not even playing. Right. But it's relevant. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, so that's, 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 that's okay. It opens up some eyes. That's good for me. But Go. we're going to do things our way.
2: I have this belief, and this is something that Oprah said, and I really believe it's true, so you tell me if you believe it, too. Um, If you enjoy the process, the end results
0: will take care of themselves. I believe that. Very much so. That's, man, you can end the the show on that note. (laughs) Sure. Because
2: you want to be living proof of that, and you want your boys to be living proof of that. Yes. Like, enjoy this process, enjoy this ride. You keep referring to it as a journey. Yes. Enjoy this journey. Right. And what is supposed to happen with you will happen for you. Yes. And it's my job as a parent to, like, at least have that set up.
0: Yes. That's beautiful. That's it? Scoop, that's it, man. I'm on point? All right. I man, you're on point with it. I'm going to tell you. All right. it's this is one of the best interviews I've ever had, man. <laughs> Thanks, LaVar,
2: for coming through and, 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 and just letting us know, you know, who you are, getting inside, you know, your head and, and what you're trying to do, man.
0: Yes. Thank you very much, Scoop
1: a very interesting conversation. Parents of athletes are always wondering if they should push their kids, encourage their kids, or just stand back and watch as the athleticism develops. LaVar Ball will be an interesting study in what works in those situations. Make sure to subscribe to the SC Featured Podcast on the ESPN app and be on the lookout for stories on Anthony Rizzo, Special Olympics, and former NFL kicker Bjorn Nitmo. People here, they don't really realize that, like, yes, he may have been on the David Letterman show, and yes, he may have played football. But I mean, now his life is in shambles. Like, he sh- can't remember anything. He, His body is, like, falling apart. I'm on top of the
2: world. I'm playing baseball. All my friends are going to college, and I just got a signing bonus. So. I was 18 years old. I was invincible.
0: And boom. Cancer,
2: you're shut down. If it wasn't for Nicholas calling 911 like he did,
0: I would have passed. And I was proud of him for him doing that, saving his mother's life.
1: Thanks for joining us. Until next time, I'm Jen Latta.